All right, and away we go. It's the panel having convened here in the Friday edition of the Oakley Show for topics worthy of discussion. Sherry DeNovo is with us, the minister at Trinity St. Paul's Center for Faith, Justice, and the Arts, and the former NDP MPP for Parkdale High Park. Good afternoon, Sherry. Oh, it's a delight, John. Thank you. Uh, John Capobianco, Senior VP, Senior Partner, National Practice Lead for Public Affairs in Fleischmann-Hilliard's Toronto office, and he's been practicing grassroots politics for the better part of 20-plus years. Johnny, how are you doing? I'm doing well, John. How are you? Likewise, thanks. Good. Michael Diamond back with us, campaign strategist and political commentator. He's with Upstream Strategy Group, and uh, you were also the point person for Doug Ford getting into the premiership. Uh, let me just start with you, Michael Diamond, because Doug Ford's talking about reimagining Ontario Place. By the way, was this ever intimated to you? Did you guys ever have that discussion when you were consorting with him? Look, uh, Doug, Doug Ford on the waterfront in Toronto and Ontario Place has uh, been very clear for a very long time, uh, uh, dating back to his time on Toronto City Council, so no, no real surprise here. All right, well, this is uh, Ontario Place per se, as opposed to the Portlands. Back in the day, the Portlands, uh, he was discussing a shopping mall, a giant Ferris wheel, and so on and so forth. So let's just go to Ontario Place. Uh, what do you think he has in mind? He's kind of suggested possibly a casino. Would that make sense? Look, I think whatever uh, goes in there, it's important that it attracts uh, uh, both uh, folks locally and, and tourists. It's a, it's a great, uh, it's a wasted opportunity right now. I was there. I, I've been there twice in the last couple of years, both times for concerts. Such a beautiful spot, such a great venue, uh, and we can certainly do more for it, uh, be it a, a learning center, a museum, a, a, a recreation uh, space, uh, just a lot of potential and uh, hopefully it will be used for the public good. All right. Well, that's kind of an interesting phrase, the public good, because uh, Sherry DeNovo, you might recall when Kathleen Wynne had, uh, I guess, seconded John Tory before he was mayor to write a report on what could be done here. This is back in 2012, I think it was. Uh, he had suggested about 10 to 15 percent being given over to condo development. And some people even suggest that if you're going to redevelop it along the lines of a, a livable space, you ought to make some room for affordable housing. Do you think Ontario Place should lend itself to a certain proportion of affordable housing? Uh, absolutely, and certainly not a casino, which was one of the things that Doug Ford put forward when his, on his time at council. I mean, there was an insurrection at the very mention of a, of a casino in my riding, as you can imagine, and all the other waterfront uh, ridings. I mean, that would be a, a nightmare, and, and the pushback, and yet another lawsuit against the Ontario government would absolutely ensue if he if he went that route. So so here's hoping he doesn't, uh, and here's hoping there's there's something that makes it actually uh, better for the people of Toronto, not just people who are drifting through. And visitors. <laughs> and visitors, but for the people that live there first. Well, all right, you know, and that's sort of the philosophical question. How can we max out on this resource, if you will, exploit it in a good way to its full advantage, you say affordable housing ought to be part of the consideration. And, and green space. I mean, you know, there's very much a need for, for more of that as well. Uh, and, and access to the waterfront. One of the problems with the West End of Toronto is lack of access to the waterfront. You know, we have a wall of condos already uh, down at the south end of Etobicoke there. And if you compare that to the east end of Toronto, where you can get to the beach from any number of streets and there's a boardwalk, I mean, a very different experience of the waterfront. So I think a, a, something more human um, you know, again, something where children and families uh, would be welcome, and casino is not that. All right, All right. All right John. I mean, uh, although it could attract people to fly in to Billy Bishop and then hop the uh, barge or go under the tunnel, and next thing you know, they're laying down big bread, we tax it. I mean, how do you foresee 
in the optimal sense, uh, the redevelopment of Ontario Place? Well, first off, I think it absolutely needs to be redeveloped. Like Michael was saying, I haven't been there in years. <clears throat> in fact, I used to remember going and enjoying it when you were younger as a kid and, and sort of seeing all the trappings of it. And um, and it's such a, it's a wonderful spot there that could actually be another iconic place as it once was. So I think something has to happen there. The casino debate is an interesting one. I was part of that back when uh, when Rob was mayor of Toronto and, and there was an actual uh, RFP uh, submitted to to actually have casinos in in Toronto, which of course went went another way. Um, but that casino debate is an interesting one, and I don't think it's gonna it's gonna take a lot of action from from a lot of folks, just given the fact that it was such a radioactive topic back in the day. Now you never know; the council will be reduced to twenty five, and who knows what's gonna happen? Uh, you know, it's not certainly not gonna be the council of last time. But I just think something that's dynamic, where where families and and visitors and and people can go with a touristy spot, a museum of sorts, um, uh, where there's cafes it's such an amazing place and, and situated in such a, a good location well, does that lend itself to affordable housing well i'm not sure it does and, and i don't know if if that's the right mix for that area quite frankly but um you know i think that there's a number of opportunities to look at but i just think that if it's more of a mu- museum or a place to go an attraction uh notwithstanding the concerts and stuff that happen there on a regular basis but people can go and actually spend a day there um, I think it would, would be would be quite worthwhile. It yeah. could be both. It's a lot of space there. Well, it, traffic space. is already, I mean, just so, so uh, deplorable that whatever the development's uh, going in there, be it attractions, affordable housing, I mean, that has to uh, certainly be addressed. We're not in a position in Toronto to be saying no to affordable housing in places that make sense. Mm-hmm. Well, in places that make sense, that's sort of my question. Does this make sense? You look at Chicago's Millennium Park, uh, I don't know that it lends itself to affordable housing. As much as it's uh, a requirement or necessary in a big city, uh, you got to pick and choose your spots. This mm-hmm. may not be the spot, Sherry. It, it's, a big, it's a big chunk of land, uh, and we are in a place in Toronto now where we are desperate for affordable housing. So let's put it this way. If there's a discussion about condos, there has to be a discussion about affordable housing. Um, and it always has to be part of the mix, it seems to me, to it, for any new development that's going up in Toronto. And I think the City Council, as it's presently constituted, you know, veers that way as well. John, I would say too. I think you know, give the give the the situation a look as far as the the land property value there, right? So you you know, you're talking about affordable housing. You're going to have to have a government that's incenting developers who are going to want to build affordable housing in an area that's probably going to have the rent that's going to be fairly significant, given the location on a lake and and you know, just south of the lakeshore. So it's it's another hurdle that that has to be sort of considered. Hey, I worked on inclusionary zoning for a reason when I was in politics, and uh, uh, you know, and then the city is is kind of moving in that direction too, not only with Section thirty seven dollars but also with inclusionary zoning um, prerequisites now um, that have yet to be changed at the provincial level. All right. Well, the Section 37 and $45, are uh, they mandate the developers to give a percentage over to community development like parks, splash pads, libraries, whatever else. But now with the emphasis on inclusionary zoning, you know, the city is really trying to, you know, the, uh, what we need is mixed housing. I mean, if you look at the the gold standard of that is St. Lawrence Market Redevelopment that was done in the 70s, and we haven't matched it since, where you don't know what's co-op, you don't know what's affordable, you don't know what's market, and it's a great place to live for everybody. That's the kind of mix that really is the gold standard, done under, you know, a conservative mayor, David Crombie, and, and that's the kind of mix that we need going forward, wherever we build housing. By the way, uh, the eastern waterfront here, condos are going up uh, you know, rather rapidly, uh, and it's a rather attractive development, certainly maxing out. Is any of that given over to affordable housing? I, I'm not up on that. I don't know. I don't think so. Somebody closer to I that. don't think so either, John. Yeah. No. And so I'm wondering, was that an oversight or that's just a market response? Well, again, this is going forward, and uh, the, 
certainly now the city has more tools, uh, you know, in its toolbox with the reform of the OMB, with the, the move to inclusionary zoning. So I think the, the city generally is looking for places, uh, again, constituted as it is. All right. Uh, by the way, the reform of the OMB has caused some consternation because I guess this tribunal that was supposed to uh, talk about short-term rentals uh, has postponed until at least a year out. And a lot of people are saying this is going to exacerbate the affordable housing crisis or the uh, rental the rental market in the city. I wanted to come back, just broach that quickly. Uh, Jennifer Keysmat also running to be the mayor, has uh, put forth some proposals on making the streets safer. Is she headed in the right direction, or is it folly what she's suggesting? We'll come back with our panel and discuss those topics worthy of uh, discussion. Sherry DeNovo, John Capobianco, Michael Diamond, here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.